May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Whenever we reach this point of the year, the Harvest Thanksgiving, my mind slips so often back to harvest festivals at school. I don't know if I'm the only one who starts thinking back to that kind of stage. And the songs and the hymns which we used to sing. We plough the fields and scatter. Or autumn days when the grass is jewelled and the silk inside a chestnut shell. Jet planes meeting in the air to be refuelled. All these things I love so well, so I mustn't forget. No, I mustn't forget. To say a great big thank you, I mustn't forget. Recognise that one, anyone? Or even, it's another harvest festival when we bring our fruit and vegetables because we want to share the best of all the good things that we've been given. It's another opportunity to be grateful for the food we eat with a Samba celebration to say thank you to God the Father. Anyone know that one? Not even Bridget nodding her head, and I know we've had that in her schools. The first of them, of course, is timeless. We'll be singing it later on today, and I've, I've resisted changing the tune to The Muppet Show, which works really well, actually. But I couldn't get my fingers around the notes when I tried earlier this week. The second was sung when I was at primary school. And I was surprised the other day, I was chatting to a friend, they're only, what, five years older than me, and they'd never heard of it. I didn't imagine my school was ever cutting edge at anything, let alone the newest worship songs. And then, the third, I came across only after ordination. So I, I know Bridget's been in harvest festivals when it's been sung at, the pri- at St. John's Primary in Dorking, amongst others. But things change from time to time, from generation to generation the songs as much as anything else. And as life changes, the question of when to have harvest is quite a big one. When do we keep it in church circles? Most of my ministry has been around the start of October. Chatting to Ashley yesterday, you were saying, well, it's always early September in the churches I've ministered in. My last parish in Guernsey, it was the middle of September, normally the third Sunday in September, the family service, although last year we moved it to the second Sunday of September. And it's always followed by a harvest lunch, which I accepted I was going to, and then had to quietly send some vague apologies because I'd been summoned to a meeting with the Bishop of Clandaff, so I had to fly out to Wales on the Sunday afternoon. I wonder whatever happened then. But when to keep harvest is... An interesting question, because things have changed. There is no longer just one big harvest season, if there ever was, in all honesty. Different things are harvested at different times throughout the year, and everything is a bit of a blur. And what are we giving thanks for? The wheat and grain harvest? The lambs being ready for market? as opposed to running out in front of you on the roads through the mountains. The fish ready to be caught. Not ready in their own mind, I suppose. Even the ability of jet planes to be able to meet in the air to refuel without spilling aviation fuel over those of us on the ground. 
But what about the rest of production? To get from being harvested to actually arriving in the shops or even arriving on our plates. It's not just about a date, really. More, it's about an attitude to what we receive whenever we receive it. In Deuteronomy, we hear, offer up your first fruits to God, the God from whom all things come. The first fruits, the first, the most important, because this is how we honour God, not in the bits left over, but right at the start. It links with stewardship, with giving, with tithes, Do we offer up to God and give thanks as our first priority before anything else? Or do we leave it until everything else has been done, giving what might be left, if anything is? Giving what's not needed or desired for anything we deem more exciting, more interesting, more important? An important question for each of us to grapple with, frequently or even constantly. Are we so thankful to God that we give as a priority because it's important? We receive from God. We offer up to God from what we have received from him in the first place. And we celebrate. Offering up to God. Offering up for the work of the church. Offering up for the well-being and blessing of the community. At harvest then, bringing food, offering food to bless our community, to help those in need, to provide for those who are less fortunate. So often in a supermarket we see a food bank collection and in some ways it's heartbreaking that that's necessary. But actually, is that not an example of us giving, offering up as a first priority? Giving straight after buying because it is important rather than grabbing what's at the back of the cupboard and nearly still in date if we're lucky. At that moment we realise it's harvest and panic, what am I going to bring along? And I admit I've been as guilty as anyone else of doing that when that panic sets in, realising it's harvest and we need to head off to church. Or it's harvest at school and we need to send some things into school. In the gospel, however, we are reminded more about priorities. I don't know about you, but I quite enjoy a good meal, even if I do need to watch what I eat sometimes. We've all got our favourite meals, I imagine, that special treat we have from time to time. And it's so easy to fixate on that, thinking how wonderful that special meal will be when it finally happens again. Jesus said, though, move beyond those fantasies about earthly food. It might be nice. It might be enjoyable. But it don't make too much of a difference long term. Look, he said, even the manna from heaven needed to come each day to stop people starving. It didn't last forever. It went off. Move beyond those things, says Jesus, to me instead. Receive me, the bread of life. Come, receive, be transformed. It's an invitation to the Holy Communion, but more important than that, to the heavenly banquet. 
Our attention moves beyond our wants and desires of this world. Beyond humanity's desire to get everything for ourselves, here and now. Instead, looking towards Jesus. Looking towards being transformed by Jesus. Looking towards playing our part in the bringing in of his kingdom on earth as in heaven. If we're serious about coming to know Jesus better, if we're serious about bringing in his kingdom here on earth, we need to see lives, both ours and others, changed, transformed. We need to see priorities altered. We need to recognize that the blessings we receive come from God and are owed back to God. They are not ours to keep and hoard for our own solitary benefit. And so, at Harvest Thanksgiving, we give thanks to God for that which we receive, the fruits of the earth and so much more. We give thanks for the dedication of farmers, delivery drivers, shop workers and such like. We give thanks to God and we offer back to God from what we have received. Offering back as a priority. Praying that the world too may see that this is important and necessary. Giving to the church. Giving to those in need. Caring for the downtrodden and oppressed. Working for a more just society. Trying to play our part in seeing lives transformed and bringing in Jesus' kingdom here on earth. So I mustn't forget, no, I mustn't forget, to say a great big thank you. I mustn't forget. But also, on top of not forgetting, on top of giving thanks to God, we also must act, we also must play our part. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.